This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The Glossing Detangler and Perfect Conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. Hey guys, it's Alana, and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. Each Thursday on Unfiltered, I'll be bringing on a different anonymous guest to open up about their real-life dating experiences. We'll discuss what they went through or are going through, how they navigated it, what they've learned, and what advice they have to anyone else going through something similar. Unfiltered is your reminder that no matter what you're going through, you're not alone. If you have a topic that you'd like to discuss on Unfiltered, please email your story to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com to be considered for an episode. Real people, real stories, real life. This is Seeing Other People Unfiltered. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. Today is a great one. I am bringing my friend Kyle Axman on the podcast. He is a fitness entrepreneur. He has done work with Rumble, with Flywheel, with Swerve, with a million different gyms. He does tons of boot camps. We got Tushy Tuesday from Kyle. Kyle is all around incredible. He is such an entrepreneur. He is someone I really look up to because he has gone after so many different goals and accomplished so many things. And all the while being a great person and a great boyfriend to my friend Skylar. So Kyle is great. We are going to hear about his previous relationship where he actually was engaged and called off his engagement um, prior to meeting Skylar. We're going to hear about what that was like, why he decided to call off that engagement after being with this person for six years. We're going to hear how he ended up getting back out there, how he approached dating differently, how he communicated about this broken up engagement to new potential partners, and how he actually dated successfully without ever downloading a dating app. So I know you guys always ask about ways to meet people in person, ways to meet people off the apps, and Kyle is the absolute expert at that. So great episode coming up today. Super excited about it. And I'm going to waste no time. Let's get into it. Hey, Kyle. What's up, Alana? You know what my favorite mindset is? What's your favorite mindset? My favorite mindset? Is calm. Calm. Yeah, I, I love that for you. You know how I get calm? With a CBD gummy? By Mindset Wellness. Do you want to know my favorite mindset? You bet I do. Mine's recovery. What's your favorite? Do you, do you want to know why? Why? Because I'm always training. And so if you train hard, you got to recover even harder. 
You do. That is true. You guys, Mindset Wellness CBD is like our life, our obsession. We've been taking their products for so long now, over a year now, and they truly have helped in so many aspects of our lives. Right here, I have the Calm Gummies. They helped me in my dating life, especially because I would come back after dates and take a Calm Gummy before I could even begin overthinking about it. And I credit my relationship to these gummies right here. Yeah, they're pretty much the best. And like, they have the CBD muscle roll on too, which is great for like before or after a, a run or a workout or a race. Are we doing a cheers? I already took mine. Oh, I, I, I took mine already. already. You're good. Um, but we both eat, sleep, and breathe mindset. So highly recommend to all the listeners. You guys, you guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic. And when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend who happens to be a doctor. And she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second, is that she told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family 10 dollars off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets 
cards are so beautiful and elevated and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. These at mindsetwellness.com. Use code seeing other people for 20% off and free shipping. Kyle, you have a code too. They can choose whatever code they want. What's your code? Axman. Easier to remember, but I'll let you get the, uh, I'll let Alana use hers. <laughs> choose your mindset. Choose your code, mindsetwellness.com. Get your, get your mindset in, get your CBD in. All right. Mindset Wellness, we love you so much. Seeing other people, listeners, we also love you. And we are here in the episode with the one, the only Kyle Axman. Kyle, welcome to Seeing Other People. Thanks, Alana. I am so excited to have you here. So as I mentioned, Kyle is a good friend of mine. He is dating one of my close friends, Skylar, and he is someone who I am constantly impressed by. Like, Kyle, you are always going after your goals. You are always like accomplishing new things, getting to the next level and everything you do, both in your career and like in your personal life. And it's so impressive. I just like, I find you to be like such a fascinating and impressive human. So good job with all of that. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I mean, when you and I first met, it was like, I feel like the hustle attracts the hustle and just like hearing you talk about all your different projects and side hustles I was like I like this person because like we get each other in that sense yeah absolutely we do um okay so Kyle there's a lot that we're going to talk about here um the first of which I'm very excited to get into because we've had um guests on the uh, on the podcast to talk about them 
being engaged and the engagement being called off, but we've never really talked about like the aftermath and getting back out there and dating and kind of seeing a success story um, unfold after that. And so I want to get into your story and talk about how you were engaged and you are no longer engaged to that person and you are in a great, happy and healthy relationship with Shout out Skylar. Also, Skylar has gotten many a shout out on seeing other people. Um, so yes, this is the same Skylar that Jonah and I would always talk about. So Skylar has returned in the form of Kyle this time. When uh, when we first started dating, and like it was very early on, I saw her like sharing the episode that she was mentioned in, and I like fully stalked her. Like it was probably two or three dates in and I, and I listened to the podcast to like, see what was being said about her. That's <laughs> so hilarious. Like, I'm an, I'm an OG. Seeing I love people it. Guy. I love it. Okay. So talk to me about where you were in life when you met your ex fiance, what was going on? Who was Kyle Axman? So I was a couple years out of college working in the city as a professional actor. Um, I was in a play off Broadway called Tony and Tina's Wedding. Um, for those who don't know, it's an audience interactive uh, play where the audience are guests at a staged wedding, um, but half of the play is improvised. And so it's like a full on wedding. There's food, there's dancing, but then there's a few staged moments that happen throughout. Um, Wait, and the that actors, is awesome. Yeah, Hold it's on. really fun. It's been, it's been around forever. Um, it's it's like, still going on now? It's, I mean, there's pop-ups. It's not in yeah. New York City right now, but they, they do tours of it. They put it up in small theaters. It's been around for a long time. So I was I in like the off-Broadway revival of it, um, like right out of school. It was work, got my actor's equity card doing it. Um, and my ex was in the audience and was one of the people that I interacted with in the interactive experience. Um, and I kind of like, hit on her in the show, like during, during the show. And after the show, every night we had like a, a hang at like the bar upstairs. Um, and so, and that was like the after party of the wedding, even though it was like not an actual wedding. Um, so we met there, she was still in school um, upstate. And so I said like, next time you're in New York, let me know. And like a few weeks later, she hit me up and kind of the rest is history. And six years later, we got engaged. Wow. So, okay. Six years. What unfolded, I guess, because six years is a long time, but I, you did mention that like she was still in school. So I'm sure you had a lot of transitions to go through from kind of being long distance to then being in the same place and, and adjusting to life together and growing together and stuff. Um, what led to you guys finally deciding, yeah, like, we want to spend our lives together theoretically, like let's get engaged. You know, there's a, a lot of things. I definitely thought she was the one. We lived together. We cohabitated well together. We had a, a puppy um, that we got like a few months before we broke up. Um, everything was just like leading to that, you know? It was just, we were together for so long that it was like, this is what we do next because because we've been together for this long. Um, instead of like thinking about, this is where we want to be eventually. So we should get married. It's like, oh, this is the next step. Like all of my friends, like I have three best friends that I've been best friends with since I'm like six months old. They were all getting engaged at the same exact time. And it was just like, this is when we all do this. Like, this is the time we all do this together. Um, and, you know, we lived together and had a dog and that went well, like kind of watching her 
raise the dog from a puppy and like us doing that together made me think like, okay, I think she's, I think she's the one like that. That really sealed the deal for me. It was like, as soon as we got the dog and things were going well, I was like, I guess I should get a ring now. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where my head was at in that moment. It's interesting that you mentioned like everyone was getting engaged. Seems like it's just like the time to do this thing. Like I now a year ago, none of my friends were engaged. Like people were starting to get engaged last summer in my world. And now it's like every week there's at least one new engagement and like one new wedding that I'm going to be invited to. And so I really feel it when you say like people were just getting engaged. So it felt like the thing to do. And I, I wonder how many couples end up falling into that kind of trap. Yeah. I mean, in like, you know, Instagram doesn't help. Like the second you open it up, it's like, there's another like ring selfie. And it's like, you know, that was like the first thing that we needed to do when we got engaged is like screenshot a FaceTime with someone. And it's like all you see, um, you know, I, we're around the same age. I mean, Sky and I have 12 weddings this year. It's just yeah. like, it's, it's wild. It was, you're right. It was like the cool thing to do. Yeah. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere, for everything, all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters 
are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people, listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Yeah, it is crazy how that happens. And, and you're totally right with like opening up Instagram and and it puts pressure. I mean, it puts pressure on people in relationships, but I also know how much pressure it puts on people who are single. And none, no scenario there is a good thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, obviously so, we're happy for, we're happy for the people we see. Of course, of <laughs> course we love, love, Yeah, but it can be tough out there. Um, yeah. Okay. So you got the dog, you felt like she was the one, you got the ring and then what happened? So we got engaged in uh, like March 1st of 2020, um, which was like two, two weeks before everything went down um, in the world. So we were happy. We were on cloud nine. We had just gotten engaged. Honestly, like the beginning of COVID was fun for us. Like I taught, I teach group fitness and she t- teaches yoga. And so we were like, our, turned our tiny little 600 square foot apartment into a studio. And, you know, we're, we were having to coordinate with each other when we can each run our classes. So we weren't conflicting with the other person's schedule and like training Zoom clients and all of this and having fun with our dog and getting to like actually spend quality time with the dog and with each other. And things were like really great. Um, for a little while and then kind of like the shit hit the fan, um, July 3rd. So that's like March, April, May, June, July, like three, four months later, um, kind of a big life event happened to us that really made us look at our relationship with a microscope and we don't have to get into the the nitty gritty about kind of what happened, but it just made us like realize that we are very different. And like our five-year plan, 10-year plan, our goals, our family values just didn't really align. And it took that event to like put all those things into perspective for us. And we weren't mutual in it at all. Um, But after the fact, we had some closure where she basically like agreed with kind of my decision and all of it and it might not have all happened in the right way but like it in retrospect was the right move and we both agree that and like we're both cool you know today we sat we had a wedding together and like it was actually good for us because we had a lot of closure at the wedding like we had we got to talk and it was the first time we really were able to get into it since the breakup and this was like eight months after breaking up wow what was it like to kind of have that realization of like, oh, like we want different things. We align on different things. Because I feel like, and I haven't been through that, but I can imagine it being really scary, especially after you just like in your head planned your life out together. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole world caved in. I'm like, well, we have an apartment, we have a dog, we have a ring, we have we've built this life together. All this furniture belongs to the two of us. Like it's always been us two. We've been on a billion vacations together. We haven't left each other's side for three years, four years since after she graduated. Like 
we'd lived together for three years. Um, wow. So it was like, damn, I, I couldn't even comprehend starting over, let alone doing it during a pandemic, um, nonetheless, and like being in the apartment that we built together, you know? So like after we broke up, I was like, I first things first, I got to get out of this apartment. So I terminated the lease, which wasn't cheap, um, but it, you know, it, it doesn't, that doesn't really matter in the scheme of things. Um, but it was, it was really scary, Lana, like, you know, yeah. it's like starting from square one again. And, and having to figure out, not just starting from square one in terms of your dating life, but having to figure out like who you are without this other person after so long. Yeah. You're out. Yeah. I mean, you become a unit. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I think, and she's admitted to this, that I pretty much stayed true to myself and was, and had my own like independent life, but she was a little bit more dependent on, on me and couldn't feels that she couldn't fully be herself with me, I think. And I think it's super important in a relationship to both be able to have your own life with and without each other, instead of it just be like, every single decision, every step you take is like for the other person. Um, and that was one of the realizations that, that we came to as well. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that's something that I've been through where like, I've fully been dependent on somebody I was dating. And when it ended up, I mean, it felt amazing in the moment. Cause it's like, Oh, everything I do is for this person and our partnership and whatever, like there's some it, there's something about it that feels really special and really like this is love this is amazing and then when it doesn't work out because ultimately that can't work out i had like nothing i'm like wait a second like i made this person's life my, his social life was my social life like his passions became my passions his goals were my goals it's like holy shit now i have to like literally figure out who's alana yeah so that's really tough um what happened with the dog I have to ask. She has the dog. Her name is Sunday. Um, so that was really tough. I mean, like, we could have maybe done some sort of, like, joint custody. But then you always have that attachment with the other person. Yeah. And, and she lives upstate. Um, she really only lived in the city for me, um, as she claims. So, like, as soon as we broke up, she was, like, back upstate, never to return. Um so, and it's good for the dog because she gets to run around and has outdoor space. They got it, her and her current boyfriend got another dog so they can play with each other, Sunny and Honey. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think she has a good life up there. Um, I honestly, it would have been tough for me to have a dog going through all of that and like starting a new-ish life um, with my, you know, kind of with my ex's dog. So it's like, she insisted. Um, she was like, I didn't really want this breakup. So I'm keeping the dog and like, we're not going to fight about it. And I was like, all right, it's all yours. But it was hard. I mean, like, especially being in that apartment, like opening the door when I came back into the apartment, I pictured her licking me and running up to me, wagging her tail. And so opening the door to an empty apartment was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm glad that you got you broke your lease and, and got rid of the apartment as soon as you could. I know I had a friend who, um, when her ex fiance broke off their engagement, he had lived in the apartment that she owned. 
And so she couldn't just like end her lease. Like she owned that apartment. Her Mm -hmm. siblings lived in the same building. Like she wasn't getting rid of that apartment, but being in that apartment was so painful for her. And like, I, I just can't imagine doing that. So definitely the right move there. I mean, everything is a reminder, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Even, even like outside of the apartment, like the streets you would walk on the places you would go. Like that's one of the hardest parts about breaking up. Plus, it was the pandemic. It's not like you could go, like, hang out with all of your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, so let's they, talk about... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, my. even though I couldn't hang out with my friends, they were a really great support system. Like, they even... Like, they, they still would come over and spend some time outside sitting with me and talking and a lot of phone calls and FaceTimes. Like, I felt like I had a crazy amount of support. That's amazing. That's special. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, that that is a silver lining um, when your friends like do show up for you like that. Um, Okay, I want to get into the after. We talked about the before. Now let's talk Mm -hmm. about the after. What at what point did you start thinking about like, okay, I guess I should date again? Like, was that a thought in the beginning? Did it take you a while to get there? What was kind of your process in terms of like moving on and deciding when you were ready to move on you know I wasn't ready for a while I had friends like kind of setting me up and like trying to push it along um even though I wasn't necessarily ready uh and then like her and I my ex and I had like a conversation and she basically was like, I wanted you to hear this from me before you hear it from someone else. I am actually seeing my like high school boyfriend. And this was like wow. three weeks after we broke up. Wow. So that kind of that kind of crushed me. Um, but also gave me a little fire under my ass to get out there. Wait, and I wasn't it wasn't like three weeks. Yeah. Um it was cat. I mean, she claims it was like pretty casual at first. Um, yeah, she basically told me, I think like five weeks after and said like, we started, like we went out like a week or two ago. Um, it might not be anything, but like, I wanted you to hear from me because we have mutual friends like me yeah. and, uh, Gina is her name. We set up our like two best friends with each other and they're now married. So that's the wedding we went to. So like we've got it, you know, always, <laughs> there's always been the gossip between, you know, uh, all of us. So she told me kind of what went down that kind of lit a little bit of a fire under my ass. Cause I wasn't really doing anything. It's also COVID. So you can't do much. And then, um, my friend set me up on like a little blind, like sort of just like a Tinder, no strings attached type date I guess you would call it (laughs) I don't wanna you can infer what I mean by all of that um and so that god I mean that might have been like two or three months after which is like pretty quick yeah um definitely and then like I I yeah slowly started putting myself out there and some of it like it wasn't really on even on purpose it kind of just happened Mm -hmm. um I was teaching like some outdoor boot camps and stuff um, and they become social, you know, we did like outdoor happy hours after the boot camps, like that kind of thing. Um, so then I, yeah, I slowly but surely started putting myself out there 
couple dates and yeah so okay when you started going on these dates how were you approaching them because obviously you just went through this really in a way like traumatic experience and you learned things from it and you came out as you came out differently than you were when you entered it and were dating so like what did you maybe change in your approach to dating when you started again uh it was just like a completely different outlook i mean it had been six years since i'd really done that and i was a fully different person you know when i first was single i was like 21 22 years old you don't really know anything when you're 22 no offense to all the 22 year olds listening but it's like you gain so much knowledge from experience i'm 30 now and just like looking back at who i was then and who i am now it's just like a different person and so like coming out of a six-year relationship you learn so much especially from the breakup like i i figured out like what conversations are important to have early on in a relationship to figure out if it's the right fit instead of waiting six years and then figuring it out. Um, so I, yeah, they were like, I had a completely different outlook on what I was looking for and who I was looking for. And um, I was lucky to find it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. What were some of those conversations like? Cause I know there are so many things that are so important to discuss with somebody that you're potentially going to form a relationship with, but people are afraid to have those conversations early on because they're afraid to scare someone away or come on too strong, even though that might not be their intention at all. So like, how did you kind of approach these more realistic and serious topics? Yeah. I mean, they didn't come up right away. Um, definitely after some spending some time together, um, Mm -hmm. And it and it's almost like spending all spending the time together answers the question for me, you know. Like I don't even need to ask some of those questions. I can kind of already know without asking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I, I think you just have to be ballsy and know and just just do it. And if if the other person can't handle that kind of conversation that early on, then then maybe thank you next, you know. Because we're adults yeah. at this point, like adults should be able to have mature conversations early on. And 100%. I think like with Sky, I think it was like our third date, we or fourth date, we just like sat and uh, in Long Island City on the water, we literally just sat for like 10 hours, just like learning about each other and getting into like these kind of deep future conversations and, you know. So talking about like kind of our breakups and our skeletons. So I think like stuff like that is so important to do early on. And we still talk about that day. It's like a pivotal moment in our relationship. Like when we kind of knew like, oh, we're fucked. This is it. (laughs) We're about to fall in love. And it was like, you know, pretty early on. So. I love that it it happened like with that conversation though, because I think that conversation is so important to have and people are so afraid to talk about exes to talk about breakups to talk about past relationships and it's like nobody's ever not dated somebody before you know and maybe somebody's never been like a serious relationship before or engaged before but they've still had relationship experiences they've still had people who have broken their hearts and stuff and people 
or like society kind of makes those conversations so like off limits. But really, those are the conversations that you need to be having because you're going to learn so much about what that person values, what that person is looking for, what that person has been through and what they need from a potential partner. And you're also going to connect so deeply in being able to open up about those things. Yeah. And it really frustrates me when people are like, no, I would never bring up an ex on like the first 10 dates. Like, no, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's also such a, a stigma behind like men being that, that open and, and vulnerable. Like you're supposed to be a man. You're not supposed to show any uh, defeat or pain or vulnerability. Like, for a, it's it's hard for a man to like truly be open and vulnerable with someone early on just because of like what society says a man should be right. and you know i think that if you're if a man is able to like channel that vulnerability early on then like they're on they're with someone that they should be with yeah 100 percent. i i used to say when i was dating like i don't like i want to know what this guy has been through. I want to know that they've gotten their heart broken because I have, and I need to know that they understand what that's like. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they had to have their heart broken in a sense of like someone they were dating broke their heart. But like, I needed to know that they've been through something, you know, and they've worked through something and had like a deeply emotional experience because I had had many of those in my dating life and in my life in general. And the idea of dating somebody who's never really had to like work through something difficult like that, that was like, no, I need, I need to know what this person has been through. Yeah. Which is like, I guess a weird take, like people don't really like, like put that out there kind of like, that was my mission. You know, like I wanted to know who hurt or like what hurt this person and what they worked through and got through just because like working through stuff had been such an important thing and such a big thing, like over my previous few years in dating that like, it was important to me to know that, but I totally agree. Like some guys feel like they can't do that. And yeah, I mean, I'm totally with you that like you can, and it's important too, and it's okay to have feelings and to express them. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I feel like a lot of, relationships are after previous relationships like they're like the couple has a previous breakup in common like we're both getting over mm -hmm. something and it's not like we're yeah. you're a rebound we're using you to get over that person but like we are on the same emotional level because we both went through something similar and can like relate to it absolutely i mean even like jake and i both were basically fired from our jobs two months before we met a day apart and we were able to connect over that. And some people would be like, Oh, it's embarrassing to lose your job. Like, I'm not going to say that I'm going to say I left. It's like, no, we owned it. This is something that happened to us. And we were able to like, really relate to each other and connect over that. Yeah. Yeah. So own your truth, you guys. Um, okay, so how did you and Skylar meet? Because you had mentioned that, like setups were happening and things were happening that you weren't going after. So were you on dating apps at all? How did you and Skylar find each other? What was that process like? Yeah, so it was pretty uh, easy. I was at, out to dinner with like my best friend, Eddie, and I got uh, her number from a mutual friend, Sarah Spiesman, who 
I've known for a really long time. Her mother and my aunt are best friends. They were each other's maid of honor. And then when Sarah moved to New York, she wanted to work at Flywheel. So I helped her. I was at Flywheel teaching spin. So I got her job there and like mentored her a little bit. And we stayed friendly. And she knew Skylar from the city and a bunch of mutual friends. And I guess she thought of uh, her and her friend Carrie thought of setting us up. So I got her info while I was out with my friend and I, and I went on her Instagram and I saw we had like a billion mutual friends. It's like, how do I, how have I never met this person? And so like, I, I saw that one of the mutual friends was my, was Eddie who I was with at dinner. And I was like, do you know this person? He was like, yeah, I went to camp with her. She's great. Like, she's awesome. Definitely go for it. It's like getting that out of the way, like knowing that this person is already vetted by my best friend. You know, it's like, and I'm sure she went through a similar process because she had other friends vet me and, you know, so it makes the first date a little bit like less, not, I can't even say less nerve wracking. It makes it even more nerve wracking because there's more pressure because you know, it like has a lot of potential, but it makes it, you know, I guess more nerve wracking because you know, okay, this could be something. I was like shitting bricks before our date. Oh. And she, yeah, she'll tell you the same. I mean, she said she didn't even want to go, but you don't have to talk about that. I'm sure I yeah. could find the text with her from before your first date. I'm yeah. sure I could. You probably could. <laughs> okay, so, well, I love that you kind of approached it. Like, you found out about this girl and you asked your friend about her and that's how it happened. And, like, people get so frustrated with dating apps, but they also rely on them as, like, the only way to meet people. And I love that you're here because you are proof that that is not true. And I feel like people just don't take the initiative to create possibilities with setups. Like you can't just expect that your friends are going to be like, oh, Alana, I have someone for you. Kyle, like I have someone for you. You have to kind of say like, first of all, A, do you have someone for me? Or B, like if you think of anyone or you think of a friend who might have friends, not in our circle that I don't know, but that I'd get along with, like, let me know. Or C, exactly what you did. Like, oh, here's this person. What do you know about them? Can you make this happen? Mm -hmm. Like you have to take it upon yourself. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's, you know, it's, it's also just like putting yourself out there in social situations, I think like just working in fitness, I've just been able to meet so many, so many different people, not like trainers, clients, people that hang around the fitness scene. So there's whatever your scene is, there's definitely opportunity um, to, to meet people. And also, if you're with someone, think of brainstorm people for friends, you know, instead of sitting idly by, they had a group chat, where they were like, we need to find someone for Kyle Axman. And like one girl or one girl wrote Skylar and then like four of the other ones hearted it, like said, yes, a hundred percent. And like, it became a conversation for them that they all discussed before setting us up. So they weren't just like sitting around, they were working on it, you know? It's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Do you think you and Skylar would have matched on the dating app if you were using them? We've talked about this before actually. And I probably would have swiped right. That's yes, right? Right is yes. Yes, 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 correct. Um, <laughs> but she said uh, she said she probably wouldn't. She would probably swipe left um, just from looking at my stuff. Like when she looked at my Instagram before our first date, like she was a little bit intimidated by it. Um, not typically the person she would go for. Like 
someone who's devoted their life to fitness, all of his, a lot of his photos on Instagram are him training or shirtless or like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I think she was a little bit turned off by that thinking like, oh, this kind of person would like sh food shame me or like, you know, always make me work out with him and like that whatnot. And she like then realized, okay, he eats ice cream every single day and, you know, does fitness for his life, but it's, you know, he's not like intense about it. So just from first looks from judging, if she had to judge a book by its cover, she would have said, thank you next. But yeah. then getting to know me, obviously was the opposite. It's funny because Skylar also is like fitness obsessed. Like she also works out every day, but even from that perspective, she didn't, she wouldn't have thought like this was a right fit, which is funny. Yeah. Well, that's why Sarah Spiesman ended up setting us up is because Skylar worked at Flywheel and I taught Flywheel. She's like a group fitness junkie and I obviously teach group fitness I think we both have like a quirky sense of humor. So like, you know, they, that's why they came up with us as a match, which is ironic that she was like, Oh, fitness professional. No, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, but you know, you could be a group fitness junkie and not want to date your trainer. Totally. It's funny because Skylar and I, we became friends during the pandemic. She had DM'd me or like damn seeing other people because we both did the same like workout together so like we knew of each other and she asked a friend being like can I DM Alana like would she think that's weird um my friend was like no go ahead do it and she basically DM me and said that she had been listening to the podcast and she was going through a breakup and really struggling with it but like the podcast was helping and was a great distraction and we ended up just becoming like online friends. Like I don't even think we met for the first like seven months of our friendship, but like we would FaceTime and stuff. And it was at the same time, like I was single and struggling with all that and stuff. So like we kind of had this friendship that really sparked around like our usage of dating apps and like the guys we were going on dates with who were fucking us over. And it was really funny. Like I highly, highly recommend that everybody finds a friend like that. And like I said, like it could be somebody who you haven't even met yet, who you've just like connected with through friends of friends or whatever. But it was something that like, I don't know, I feel like she and I like really were there for each other through this time. And then like seeing her when she like met Kyle and how happy she was. And like, there was Kyle, there was such a difference with how she felt with you right off the bat versus how she felt with these other guys that she was going out with who were like making her anxious, who were making her overthink everything. And then she met you and she was like calm and it felt like easy for her. And I was like, wow, like I want that. And then shortly after that's what happened. I met Jake and I was able to recognize like, I feel calm with him. Like, this is easy. This seems like it, it's, it's different in the best way. Um, so I'm really glad that I was able to like watch that unfold. No. And I, I also just think it's so special that you and Sky like met later in life. I don't mean like we're old, like super old, but yeah. like, it's, it's rare that you find that right. You get, you get in a habit where you're hanging out with all the, all your friends that you grew up with. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm best friends with my friends since I'm six months old. But I think once you meet someone now that are like-minded and going through similar things, it's a really special relationship. Like some of my closest friends I've only been friends with for the last three, four or five years because we've got similar interests and we've met organically and just like, you know, you and Sky have. So I think it's, 
I think it's really special what you guys have like that. You're still, you know, you're still so close. Um, I'm lucky that because of that, I met you and Jake and um, yeah. And I, the feeling is mutual when you said that you noticed a difference in her after we met, like I was, I stop. I, I bite my nails as a nervous habit. And like, I stopped biting my nails. I'm like, holy shit. Wow. I, have, I have nails. I haven't had nails in, in years. So that she, impact like, really... didn't happen on Jake. He still bites them yeah. every day. And I I'm still bite mine. I'm, <laughs> I'm back to the biting, but like for a while I wasn't. And, um, you know, I think that like, once you found someone that just like kind of chills you out, that's easy that, um, you know, when their phone pops up on your phone, when their name pops up on your phone, it doesn't elevate your heart rate, but like brings it down. It's just like vital because I, I, I don't think I, I necessarily had that in the past. Yeah, me either. It's so funny. I just remembered. So like you guys actually tried to set me up with someone because finally I was like, oh, great. Now we have Kyle and like Kyle has all like this whole world of friends that like I don't know about. So you set me up with someone and he and I had planned a date. And then I think I was three dates in with Jake and I was like, oh, I feel like an asshole because this was a setup. But like, I think I need to like see this thing with with this guy, Jake, through. And I texted your fr- I texted you guys letting you know. And then I texted your friend being like, I like met someone. And it's it's such a funny thing. But like, I remember he was so great about it. And it's one of those things where like when somebody responds to a text like that, where it's like, oh, like I met someone. I want to see it through. Like I appreciate like us planning a date. But like, nah. When somebody responds well to that, it makes you almost like want them more. Yeah, I was like, yeah, damn it, this up. guy seems really great. Oh, like, he's so nice. He react? Yeah, <laughs> he found someone though, right? Yeah, yeah, he's very. Yeah, I've been, very I, happy. I still follow him on Instagram. Happy for him. Very happy. Um, one question that I didn't get to, because I'm sure a lot of people or anyone, I guess, in the same boat definitely is wondering when you were going on dates and meeting people. At what point would you bring up? And and how would you bring up that you were previously engaged? Everyone knew already. <laughs> I um, guess they were all set up, so. <laughs> well, yeah, either setups or like women that I had crossed paths with in the past. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't talked about in on the first or maybe second date with Sky. Mm. But I asked Sarah if she knew, and she said, "Yeah." I think that she was briefed. She, it also was still on my Instagram. Like if you scrolled back a few months, like there were engagement pictures. So ah, I wasn't yeah. hiding anything. Um, but like the nitty gritty of like why everything happened and that that type of thing definitely didn't come out for a while. Like till I, I knew that, that she was a real one. Um, so that it was that day that like, so we went on like two dates and then we went, we met up in Miami I was in Miami for like uh, New Year's and then we came back and we had that date in my own city that was just like pivotal. So yeah. not too many dates, but it was COVID. So it's like we're together for 10 hours. That's like five dates, you know? Right, exactly. And and you know what? I think that makes sense. Like you, because I'm sure she also was curious, but wanted you to do it when you felt comfortable doing it. And that's when you did. And that's okay. Yeah, it just came out. You know, I've, I'd mentioned it and she was like, you don't have to tell me until you're ready. Like she was so understanding, like wasn't it wasn't um, trying to get it out of me or anything like that. She wasn't digging. Yeah. Mm. I'm so happy for you guys. She's the best. 
You guys are the best. I'm okay. leaving her for a week tomorrow. She's so sad. I mean, I'm sad too, but I'm the one going on vacation. So. Oh, Morocco. Yeah. Oh, so cool. I remember when you first posted or like when I first saw that that was a thing, I was like, I want to go. You should come um, to the next one. I'd love to. That'd be so cool. Um, okay. Before I let you go, I have one final question. And that is what is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever received? Yeah. Well, I, I think that, you know, not to, not to like judge a book by its cover. Cause you, you never really, you never really know what could happen. Um, so don't, don't really close, don't close any doors, you know, always take the call or take the date. I mean, it goes for like everything, for like work life always. It's like my, my dad and advice, like always take the meeting, always take the call, don't close doors. So I, I think that it, it goes for dating too. It's like, unless you've done your research and you know, it's not going to work, but like, for example, with Sky and I, we didn't, you know, on, on paper, we wouldn't have necessarily been a match. So. Yeah. Always take the call. Always take the call. Always be open to where it can lead. I love it. Kyle, thank you so, so much for being here. Where can everybody find you? And for people who live in New York City or for people who like to do Zoom things, where can they take a class with you? Yeah. So I am Taxman on Instagram, K-A-X-M-A-N, posting about all my workouts and stuff there. I teach rumble training, which is running and strength, um, Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday mornings. And then I teach indoor cycling um, for Swerve. We stream classes into gyms. Um, so if you're a member or not a member, you can use a class pass for Crunch, um, YMCA in Long Island. And then we're going to be expanding to a bunch of different gym partners this summer that I can't disclose yet, but soon will be all over the place. So you can uh, you can take spin at Swerve, and then there's on-demand videos on Solin S O L I N. Um, if you want to take some on-demand classes as well. Hell yeah! All right, thank you so much, Kyle, and to everyone who listened. Don't forget to send this episode to a friend who would benefit from hearing it. Send it to the whole group chat. Share it on your Instagram story if you loved it. Tag K Axman. Tag seeing other people. Give a five star rating and review if you haven't yet. And we will see you next time. Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish blooded queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah, that too, Scout, that too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood!